make a hum, make a hum, make a www.jctheauthor.net For my live streams such as my author interviews and the Three-Headed Monster live streams please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller Also on YouTube as well as Facebook Facebook.com backslash jctheauthor Salute! You are now tuned in to the Get Caught Up Podcast Author Interviews. Welcome to our show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, the author, the podcaster, and film producer, Untamed, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, the literary reviewer, blogger, and let me just add on, award-nominated. She's going to move from award-nominated to award-winning because she has been on her grind, but she's also going to (laughs) move into another another title, which is author soon and very soon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Crystal Books and Soul, how are you doing this evening? I'm so good. I'm so good. That was pressure, but, you know, I can handle pressure. I can definitely yes. handle pressure. That's right. Listen, today my thing was let's let's not, you know, scare away from deadlines. So we're going to add true. pressure to that. So let's not be scared of deadlines and pressure. Yep. I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to tough it out and just go through it. I tell anybody, if you can have a kid or kids and raise them and work and you say then you can do anything absolutely that's yes. true that yeah. is true so did you know you're here I gotta give love to all of the sponsors but first we are presented by Untamed Publishing allow us to help you unlock unlimited writing potential if you are an aspiring new or seasoned author there are a plethora of services available for you such as synopsis writing um, book trailers and this is also the place where you can go to go ahead and hook up your author interviews and I'll make an announcement about that at the end of the show but if you are in need of some literary service help please visit www untamedpublishing.net and I have to give major love out to M-B-E-L-W-X-O Kiana Denae, Exodus Morgan, Women of Vision, Tyler Landscaping, Jones Pressure Washington Lawn Care and me and my son's lawn care for being constant supporters. Also special love out to JC and KB's bookshelf because you guys held me down from the very beginning. You and Exodus Morgan, I have to, I have to put a little extra on him because he, he's the very first sponsor. So <laughs> I need a little extra on Exodus. He's his first sponsor. But you guys, as I always say, I thank you for the kind of money that fold in you. <laughs> to help us out here all this way. But you guys, as you know, if you and you may not know, but so we're gonna reintroduce you. This guest that we have coming tonight is this is her second appearance and she was here the first time. I unfortunately had to miss the first time. I know. Poor just Pat, you know, just give me a nice slap on the hand, but I promise you, if I ever miss, it's always for good reason. Either I'm sick or I am in flight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere doing something. So, 
she is back with us again and i am talking about none other than ae valdez and i will read you her bio just so that you can get reacquainted with her A.E. Valdez discovered her passion for writing when she was given a journal by her fifth grade teacher and has been creating poetry, works of fiction, and visual stories ever since. As a child, she wanted to read more stories with people that looked like her. She loves all things romance, from heartbreak to happily ever afters. She pours her own heart and soul into the stories she brings to life causing readers to fall in and sometimes out of love alongside her characters. Amanda lives in the Pacific Northwest with her husband and their two sons. Most days you can find her sipping on iced lattes while she writes or enjoys time with her family. Welcome to the UP Hot C.A.E. How are you doing? Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. Oh, you are so, so welcome. You are such a, a joy and a pleasure to to just network with online. And I was like, I, I can't, you know, I was like, I missed it. I can't. I cannot have her back on the show. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. You've got to come back. And you've been putting in some time and some work. So it was definitely needed. So it's time to have you back. <laughs> yes, for sure. You have been. You definitely have been. <laughs> you, you've been working. You've been working. And, and I, I, that's one thing I love to see. Um, because initially when you were here, you were a new author coming out with your first book. And so that's a and that's a good place for us to start. You know, you were a new author when you were last on the show. And what have you learned or you believe is vitally important to pass on to others now that you're a few books into this process? Um, I think the most important thing I've learned is that um, just to, to listen to myself. Um, not that outside opinions aren't valuable, but if you're not happy with what you're writing, um, what you're putting out there, then it's not worth, it's not worth putting out there if you're not 100% happy with it. And so really just being happy with your work and, and just going all in and writing what you want versus what people think, versus what you think people want. So I think that's important is just to listen to yourself and, and go from there and let's see what else is there oh and not to be afraid to put yourself out there (laughs) because you never know what will happen absolutely that that's sound advice um very it definitely is it definitely is and i feel like like um untamed say adding that author piece on it i feel like i need to hear that as well because i promise you when i say i have so many stories and it's like, girl, why are you scared? <laughs> so right. I definitely appreciate that because I have learned being in this room, even as a book blogger, every you're not for everybody. And if it's for that person, mm-hmm. they will gravitate to it. So yes. definitely. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, you know, and one thing that I will add on to that, you know, especially for people who are inspiring, um, seasoned authors, they still get nervous too. <laughs> Like every time you write something, you're always, you know, because it's personal to you, 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 especially passionate about what you do, you know, it's personal to you and and it's your words and it's your baby. And so every book is your, now your new baby, part of your collection of kids that you've had. (laughs) And so it's really hard to like open yourself up to the public and let them see. And that does not diminish regardless if you do or season. So (laughs) don't think that it's like, once you get one out of the way, it's going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I I shut the nerves off. Like, nope, those nerves come out. Oh yeah. Single time. You have to be committed to it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, but I mean, you won't know what happens until you actually do it, though, either. Yes. So you really just got to do it. Right, right. Absolutely. You you know, it's like somebody out there is going to love it. You know, that's the thing that I can say, surely. It's like, you know what? Don't be afraid of that part because it's always somebody who's going to love the story. It's going to be people who, you know, may not care for it, but there will always be people who do. So you just continue to gravitate to your tribe and you'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> that is I true. I agree. So, 
since you were here the last time, what have you been up to and what can we look forward to coming from you? Oh my goodness. I've been up to so <laughs> much. I think <laughs> the last time that I was on the show, I um, had just released All I've Wanted, All I've Needed, was getting ready to le- release Colliding with Fate, which came out earlier this year. Um, and then I've also released uh, the second part to All I've Wanted, All I've Needed called The Beginning of Forever. And in November, I'm getting ready to release a fourth book called A Worthy Love. So I I've cannot been busy. wait because <laughs> that's Marissa's book, right? Yes, it is. I'd already um, peeped that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, congratulations! November yes, congratulations! Is right around the corner, we are literally it is. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and then I look, and I have to do that at the end. I literally forgot that it was October already. I was like, I'm yeah, September. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, we are already at October. You might as well just say we are already at January because it seems like when October comes, pretty <laughs> much <laughs> January <laughs> just flies right. on by. It flies on by. So that is awesome and amazing. And see, a wonderful testament to you, aspiring authors. She when she came here she had the one book now she's got two and on her way to book number four so congratulations yeah thank you so much thank you you're definitely doing it yes you're out here killing it look Look, and look, I see her all the time. She she over here, TikTok pro, Instagram pro. Yes, you're very <laughs> engaging. Yes, you're so definitely, engaging. you're so engaging. Yes. Yes. I, I, it's not easy all the time, but it, it's one I like, I like to be, I don't know. I just like people to know who's writing the books. Yeah, I like, I like that. You know, just to get a feel of who I am, not just through my characters, but just who I am as a person too mm-hmm. um, yeah I just try to share a little bit about myself here and there and just put myself out there yes that and is I'm so- glad that you do I definitely glad that you do because I like that and just like you said just putting yourself out there and people putting a face with the author but not even that just dropping your books the way you're dropping your books so I'm excited for you I can't wait to see what's coming up next year like I really can't I know, because I your 2022 has been a bang, so yes. I know 2023 is going to just do so much better, so much more, and, mm-hmm. you Thank know, you. and I wish that for you, because you are such a joy to, to network with and talk with, and, you know, it's... It said you when you say that you know you enjoy people knowing a little bit about you, so you you know I can attest to that too because sometimes it's really hard to gauge you know when you're interacting, but you're yeah. really you're really fun and exciting and you know interesting. So I just enjoy you. I did. I just wanted to thank you. To tell you that <laughs> yes. I <just> you. <laughs> thank you so much. You are welcome. But. What we are going to do here, we're going to take a quick break because we have a surprise. I told everybody that we were going to talk about the beginning of forever, and we are, but we're also going to talk about colliding with faith. So I want to give us enough time to cover both of those books. <laughs> so you right. guys are getting a two for one tonight. <laughs> you know that saying, ask and you shall receive. So I asked. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. She asked and I said, boom, let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, but you guys, we will be right back in just one moment. Untamed Publishing has partnered with Katie Creatives to present to you UP pre-made book covers. With over 200 covers to choose from, we're sure you'll find exactly what you need to fit your author needs. Just visit www.untamedpublishing.net. Kisha Beauty, embracing the power of self-love in conjunction with Fifty Shades of Success. While Fifty Shades of Success works on the inside, let Kisha Beauty work on the outside, adding a little sparkle, pop, and shine with Kisha Lips, pamper your skin with Kisha Body, and let's not forget accessories with Kisha Girl. Find us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
everybody, join me, poet and author Kiana Dene, on my podcast, Noteworthy, a poetry podcast for the poets, where you'll hear my original poetry and poetry from other amazing poets as well, because I truly believe all poets are worthy. Go follow the podcast on Instagram at Noteworthy Poetry, and you'll be the first to know whenever there's a new episode. While you're there, follow me too at Kiana underscore Danae. So tune in today. Hello, 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 and we are back. As you know, we are speaking with the lovely author A.E. Valdez. And just before the break, I said we had a surprise. We were going to talk about two of her books, The Beginning of Forever and Colliding with Fate. But first up, we are going to discuss The Beginning of Forever, and I am going to allow Crystal to read the synopsis for that one. All righty. Okay, so here's the synopsis. Harlow and Asen have their happily ever after, or so they thought. When their wedding is in jeopardy from outside forces and well-meaning family members, they decide to take matters into their own hands and escape to the Oregon coast. Follow their journey from there to the beginning of forever. This is book two in the Sunshine and Ace series. Book one is all I've ever wanted, all I've needed. This... Let me just say, and I told this to Untamed, every question that I had, the more I went through the book, you answered it. (laughs) So I was just like, okay, but I do have some questions. But the one thing I can say, I'm going to just say, you definitely should pat yourself on the back, take a bow, because you made me fall in love with Ace so much more. (laughs) Like, I loved him. But like, I love me some Ace because he, you know, you always love a man that loves a woman so much. And that was him. He loved her so much. And it was like, whatever you want to do. And there is a scene in the book that showed me that his wife was more important than anything else. So... I'm going to try not to drop too much spoilers, people. But if you haven't read it, I'm sorry to say that that's your problem, not mine. (laughs) And please hurry up and read it. But that scene with him and his mother and when she got upset, like how, what made you come up with the mother being upset? I mean, of course, the mothers are going to be upset. I mean, granted, like I said, you did answer it. But what made, what was your thought process on that? Um, it's like, it's a multifaceted thing. So not like, you know, Ace is the only boy in his family. Um, the mom, we didn't really get much of her and all I've wanted, all I've needed. So we're getting more of her in, um, the beginning of forever, but I just, she wanted to be involved so badly that she didn't realize that she was overstepping every single boundary. Correct. That is so true. Oh my gosh. She was just like, there were no boundaries. She was just overstepping every single boundary. And that doesn't mean that she doesn't love Ace or Harlow any less. It's just, she lost sight of what was important, which is their relationship, their love, their union. That was what that that's, what's important. And she was just more worried about the, like, you know, the glitz and glamour of the situation, like having a wedding, having, you know, everything like that. And so, um, but yeah, she, I just wanted to kind of like push that boundary because Ace and Harlow are pretty even kill people. They really so I was are. Like, what will happen if I just push that boundary and to see how they would react to that and just kind of feel that out and let it play out on the page. And I just want to say thank you for that because I was so proud of Harlow because I thought Ace would have stepped up, but she did. And she said what she said and she wasn't like, she had no if and buts about it until the mom stopped talking to them. But the thing is, she, um, the thing is, she knew 
that she overstepped and it was too much it was too much stress for her and i agree with what she said but i think it bothered her because i love how she kept on saying through the book i'm a recovering people pleaser and so one thing i can say that you did that you grew harlow up so much because harlow has basically um she's to me she was definitely different in this book she wasn't the same Harlow. She wasn't all about people pleasing. She was like, okay, no, this is what I want. We're going to stick to this. Um, and, and I felt like it kind of broke my heart when she talked about her mother for a second. So I'm glad Seven was there for her. Right, I, yeah. Let me tell you this. And I'm always advocating for you know people to write books on characters. And that's just me and I need to stop it. But, and I'm going to take that back. I'm not. So you guys, I'm not. I'm not. I need to stop it, but I'm not. But I would love a book about Seven and how her and Zane met. Because Seven is wild as hell. Yeah, she's like... She's a Seven is a she want, yes. Yes. And she wonder where her kids get it from. Like I know. they get it from you. She's always shocked, like, what happened? <laughs> yes. Now I'ma just say this, you guys. I have never met a sister who wants to know her brother sex life. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so weird to me. And then when Harlo finally said he throws me around. She's like, I knew it. Like, it's so weird to me, but it's so funny. She's like, so you're not going to tell me about the sex? And she's like, no, that's your brother. And she's like, so? But I, Seven? Oh, my God. Seven is so freaking funny. Like, I love her. But, yeah, if you want, like, you know, a Seven and Zane story. Because Zane even is funnier to me, this book, as well. Yeah. I, I tried to... Um show their family dynamic a little more instead of focusing just on Harlow and Ethan and I wanted to show their family dynamic more and yeah uh Seven is something else and Zane is too in his own way (laughs) he really is he definitely is okay so let me just ask that this is like literally like I said because you answered every question I had I love the second book I love 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 the beginning of forever like it's perfect I love it it's I think it's just a perfect story we get the friends we get the family we get everything so I love the uh, the um scene with him and his dad with Ace and his dad I love that I love the scene with Harlow and her dad when she went and finally told him that she was married and how he stepped away and cried I was like don't make me cry but (laughs) I did tear up because I thought that was so beautiful but that it's just it's so many kiki haha moments but my favorite (laughs) kiki haha moment is when this man gave her a striptease show outside (laughs) and the entire neighborhood saw it So it's like, uh, what's going on? And, you know, you know, what made you write that? Like, how was you laughing when you was writing that? Yeah, all the scenes that are like, you know, just funny scenes. I'm always I like I'm laughing by myself. I probably look manic and like insane. But like, they're just if I'm not laughing, then I'm I'm probably not going to make my readers laugh, you know, like it's right. I have to be laughing, like cracking up myself to really convey that in a scene. But yeah, I just wanted to do just something funny and kind of out of character for Ace, you know, because that was definitely out of character. (laughs) Yes, that was definitely out of character. So, oh my gosh. (laughs) And the funnier thing about it. So like he took his pants off. Like, he took his pants off. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Carlos tried to stop him, but he just yes. was not. He, he really wanted to drive the point home. <laughs> yes. Oh, you need a stripper? I'll be your stripper. I was dying laughing the whole time. And she was like, and then she was like, I wouldn't have been so mad if he was such a bad dancer, but he's a good dancer. So that just made it even better. Uh, I just, like I said, I just felt so much more in love with them. And then, oh, the baby. Wait a minute. Let me think of her name. Mercy. 
Oh, yes. she's so adorable. <laughs> and yes, just, Mercy is so sweet. Yes. Everything about the book was just the best. Like, oh my gosh, Ace was so sweet. He was so attentive. He, you know, she didn't do certain things. So, like, I think it was one episode where she didn't come see him when she was finished work. And then he go to her and he's like, what's wrong? He just knew her. He knew yeah. everything about her. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I love them. So this will be my last question because I said I didn't have many, but I seem like I asked a whole bunch. What is <laughs> next <laughs> for Sunshine and Ace? Um... Well, we'll get like little tidbits of them in other books, but I feel done with them at this okay. point. I mean, that can always change, but for right now, I feel done with them. And, and maybe because I so I wasn't even planning on doing a second book for them. Like I wasn't I planning on writing that. the beginning of forever. Yeah. Right. And I did anyway. And so... <laughs> Don't just <laughs> relying on myself. And <laughs> yep. As I said, look, as I often say, don't don't start me to lie. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Like, <laughs> I just am not even going to say that there won't be a, another book for them. But right now, it, in my in my mind, there isn't anything going on. Because, um, like, even the same thing with Marissa. I wasn't planning writing a book for her, and it's coming out in November. So that's just, like... If they're not speaking to me, then I'm just like, okay, we're done right now, you know, and I just move on. But um, yeah, I I love them so much. But and in the future, but I won't say yeah, no, and I won't with say a yes. little baby. <laughs> I would love to see a little Ace. That's the thing. Where did the twins come from? Because Seven has twins, Eli and Emery. I love them. They're so cute. Yeah. Is it, so is it because the older sisters? They're not twins, right? No, they're not. The older sisters were just closer in age, or they were closer in age. Right. So, but uh, Seven and Aeson are closer in age, too. Age, so, like, right. Seven and Aeson are only, like, a year and a half apart, and then the, his older sisters, they also have kids and stuff, but they're not as right. close. Close, yeah. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you did bring them back to Washington State. And um, Seven was like, don't say that they're, um, don't let the um, other sisters hear that you said my kids are the favorite <laughs> kids. But that's the truth. Like, they're the yeah. favorite. If yeah. their feelings hurt, oh, well. <laughs> right. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like why are you putting all the pressure on him to build a relationship with them? Is Are they doing the same thing? So that's my yeah, whole thing. right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Well, I, that's it for me. But I, like I said, kudos to the beginning of forever. I love it. Thank you it. so much. Oh my gosh, I loved it. And I see. Okay, so let me ask this one more thing. So, because I I missed the box sale that you did, but um, are you going to be selling those hard cup, those hardbacks, the hard covers? So the hardcovers, um, I specifically made for the box, but I am going right. to be selling hardcovers of All I Wanted, All I've Needed. Um, just the beginning of Forever will not be included in it. So it won't entire duology. So it will just be a hardcover for um, All I Wanted, All I've Needed. Okay. If that makes sense. Because it was like All I Wanted, All I've Needed plus the beginning of Forever. And so um, I'll just be doing a hardcover for... Um, all I've wanted, all I've needed for them. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to look out for it because when I saw you put up the hardcover, I was like, oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. I literally need to go buy another bookshelf because I have no more room. <laughs> yes. No, I need a, I need another bookshelf, no more room. And it's like driving me crazy. I got another one. And I, well, actually, I have two and I don't have any room, so I had to pick <laughs> <laughs> I just need a library at this point. That's what I need. Right. That's what I wanted to build. And I think I'm buying books faster than I'm getting this library together. So yeah. it's like... I need more shelves. <laughs> and then, you know, with me going to all these book events, it's sad. Each book event I went to, I bought over 20 books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so easy yeah. at those events. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's easy to rack up. Yeah, and especially, you know, <laughs> end of the year events. Well, the events were during most of them spring and summer. But then at the end of the year, everybody has a sale. And if they don't have a sale, yes. all the bookstores start putting their sales. Right. So we just continue to spend money on books. But that, <laughs> you know, I always say there's nothing wrong with that. That's the one thing I, I feel like is important. So, yes, yes, it definitely is. It definitely it is. is. 
so we're going to move on to the next book, um, which is Colliding with Fate. And I'm oh. read the synopsis, and then we'll dive right on into this discussion. So, you guys, here is the synopsis. Cairo Knight believes he is a game to be played, like life is a game to be played and thoroughly enjoyed. He rarely takes anything seriously, lives in the moment, and indulges in as much pleasure with women as possible. But the sarcasm, money, and women are an attempt to erase the memories of his past as he tries to forget what he came from. It works until his past wants to be a part of his present. Tyrell reconnects with Quinn Halifax at their mutual best friend's engagement party. They spark up a friendship that quickly turns to flames when it becomes a superficial, no-strings-attached relationship. Carol is struggling with his past while Quinn is trying to secure her future. Neither is looking for more, but Faith has other plans. What happens when two people collide with Faith? (sighs) (laughs) Let me tell you guys, I'm going to, I said I was going to sit and I started this new little series called Unpacking My Books and Soul. And your book, Colliding With Fate, is on it because it is so much to unpack in this yeah. book. Mm-hmm. It's yes, so much. And I loved Ace and Harlow's book, but this book right here, I was not <laughs> ready. I wanted to fight. I cried. <laughs> like I, I wanted to drag a bitch. Like all of that. And then I just wanted to hug him. I wanted to hug his dad. It was so yeah. much. And I'm just like, how did you do this? Like, how did you survive this book? Like, please explain <laughs> to me how you survived writing this book. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. Let's see. I'm so, so- um writing trauma is not an easy thing to do it's it's very exhausting emotionally um but i have had i've dealt with what kyrell's dealt with not so much in his past but his present with his father right and that journey of that they went through and um i just i really wanted to explore what it's like to I'm trying not to give like a whole entire plot away <laughs> I right, really right. Want to just explore what it was like to be in that situation where you are with a terminally ill parent mm-hmm. and um, because a lot of people don't understand that a lot of people also don't understand um, death as as a whole Mm. and so it's something that a lot of people shy away from but I wanted to explore that um and it just it it's a very deep and emotional story um but I tried to balance that with his relationship with Quinn and and their development and and like the moments that they had and stuff to kind of counteract those like heavy heavy moments right because you did definitely have some heavy moments and I think what resonated with me so much with this book was Kyrell and his dad was like me and my mom so and I had to go through that same thing like you know not saying that the thing is my mom was around all my life but we did not have like the best relationship so when she got sick and to the point that she was no longer going to be here it's like building that relationship being it with her and then when you think okay it's everything is done we're good they're gone right yeah when that part happened I cried and I was just like oh my gosh but what I loved is that last sentence that um, Untame you just read in the synopsis it says what happens when two people collide with fate mm-hmm. I loved how um, you basically gave us a whole story of them like you gave us a story of them being together and getting to see them going from friends to something more and then Quinn walking away because she couldn't take it no more and right, then they yeah. show back up together in the most un 
it's, it was fate. It was definitely yeah. fate that they came back together. Because I was like, how is she going to put them back together? Oh, you're... <laughs> oh, because I promise you, if I didn't see it on the next page, I was going to slide in your DM and be like, have you, you have lost your mind. <laughs> you have lost it because I love them together. And not yeah. that, you, you wrote about two traumas in this book, not just one. Because I feel right. like that traumatic experience with him finally getting his dad back and then him going through everything he did with his dad. That was so beautiful to watch. I definitely loved it. And that made me love Kyrell. Like I'm on Kyrell and Ace is up there. Like they they can get it. Like they they base. <laughs> they base. They base. Them little young boys can get it. I'm not even gonna sit here and lie. <laughs> but the hardest one when I say when I said earlier I wanted to drag a bitch. How hard was it to write the scenes with Kyrell and his, and I'm saying mother in quotes, because that's what he called her. That was his mother, but right. we know it wasn't. So how hard was it to write those scenes with her and him? Because I, if I would work for CPS and somebody called CPS, I would have heard right. her. I would have yeah. heard everybody that was in the house because for no one to do anything made me so much mad. And sh- like, it was terrible. Yeah, um, it was really hard to write those scenes because, I mean, not even just because he was a child. Obviously, that's right. terrible, but nobody should be subjected to anything like that. No. And unfortunately, um, that happens more often than not where no I one know. says anything because I they're know. they're terrified to speak up or they do say something and it's not taken seriously. Right. And... Cairo came from like a very affluent family mm-hmm. and you know nobody wanted to speak up against Yvette or what was happening or anything like that and she was she's just an evil vile person <laughs> and so she um, was, she was past vile like yeah she, she was she, just what miss uh, what about Ayana Vanzette says um nephew was she was gutter snipe like what did she call a gutter snipe <laughs> yeah. trash yeah, yes. she, that's what she was. I don't even think there was no word for her because for you no. to be that jealous of a child, yes. a child, you're nasty. Yeah, and that was like, <laughs> yeah, she just she 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 was very delusional, lived in her own world, and was entirely je- jealous of Kyrell, and and that's right. why Kyrell questioned. You know, I mean everybody was so surprised by his story because in All I've Wanted, All I've Needed, he was not, you could not even tell that this was his life. Yes. Because he was just so, he's so happy, carefree, and go lucky. Right. And then this, for this to be his reality, um, you know, and all this stuff that he's dealing with. And I, I think, I, I just wanted to show that just because someone is portraying themselves in a certain way, that is not their reality all the time. Correct, correct. Because, and you just hit that nail on the head because for everything that he went through, he should have been the angriest person in the world, but he wasn't. Like, he had a huge business himself without his dad. And then right. he gets all of that from his dad. That man, that, that man, Rich Rich. I know, yeah, he is. <laughs> he rich, rich. He was rich by himself, but now he rich, rich. So yeah, that's the thing. Now Quinn, Quinn and her mother relationship kind of was weird to me because it's like I felt like, okay, so you want the relationship with your mom, but it seemed like your mother kind of pushes you away because she wanted you right. to be a certain way. But I love that her brother finally kind of like stood up for her because I felt like sir you know how she is why are you not standing up for her and for Quinn to have to move away to do what she wanted to do to be happy that just kind of threw me for a loop but what, what's next for um, Kyrell and Quinn because I'm telling you I'm going to have to do a longer video because I can sit here and talk to you for about two three hours about this book <laughs> I really can because you well, you ooh. <laughs> yeah, the, it colliding with fate is a lot. Um, it definitely is. But I, I'm not done with them yet. Um, I, I felt like I just I, 
in colliding with fate, I had to focus so much on Kyrell and unraveling his story. Right. And there was a little bit of character development with Quinn, but not as much as with Kyrell. And um, so in their second book, when I when I get around to that, it'll be more focused on Quinn and everything that comes along with, you know, how colliding with fate ended. I don't want to give that away. So, um, yeah, because I was like, where's the where's the marriage? When did they get married? Like, <laughs> You know, I know, and then like in the beginning of Forever, they were still just you know boyfriend girlfriend. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was so. just like, this ma- this girl that popped out a whole baby. <laughs> I mean, did she at least get a push gift? I mean, he can afford one. <laughs> you know, yes, yes, she okay. does. Get a, she does, and they, yeah. I won't get into it, but yes. <laughs> well, he I does cannot her wait. Well. It's just he you know, does missing piece. <laughs> he definitely do, and that's why I said I love Kyrell just as much as Ace because Kyrell Kai is very at- attentive to Quinn, and he takes care of her. Can we go back and talk about that scene with them and that vibrator? Uh- <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I want to try that. <laughs> I want to try that. No. It's it's a scene. If y'all haven't read it, if you have, I'm sorry I'm about to say this, but that scene when them two are having sex and she said, he was like, let's use one of your vibrators. He got what he wished for and some he had to go to the hospital after he was he finished. <laughs> you know what? So yeah, we're going to need definitely need the, them to read. <laughs> that scene, it, but the funny thing about it She's scared to death. Right. They get to the hospital, yeah. and he thinks it's terrified. terrified that this man could be dead. All of this. Yes. And he thinks yeah. it's the funniest thing in the he world. Does. He just oh he loves God. it. Like he, he hilarious. Yes, he thought it was so hilarious, and I'm like, sir, you could have died. I mean, he well, right. like he said I would have died happy. I meant but exactly, yeah, exactly. He died with a smile on his face. Yeah, pretty exactly. much. Yeah, pretty much, definitely. But yeah, it's it's a lot to unpack in this. So I, like I said, when I do this video, when I can sit still long enough, I would definitely send it to you because I was like, I gotta talk talk about this book because it was so much. Yeah, I can yeah. talk to you about Yvette for a good thirty minutes, and I would. Mm, Yes, get me so we definitely oh look we might have to I don't know we might have to get a get us a book of the month discussion on colliding with fate we gonna see we gonna, <laughs> it doesn't have to be in twenty twenty three but it, it we'll we'll see we we'll, we will see when we get these calendars and everything going yes yes well we, we can wait till the month. second one drop because since she's saying the second one coming so you know maybe I might be Kyrell and Quinn can you guys start talking to her if you haven't already because <laughs> I need to see what's going on I definitely do. Okay. Yes, definitely. Uh, we we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk yes. about getting getting back on here for a, a whole book discussion. So yes, that's these great characters, and ho- look, hopefully, hopefully by then it'll be something they'll be growing again, and she'll mm-hmm. be going in the pen lab. <laughs> yes, going with Kyra and Quinn. But before we go, I want to just first thank you so much for coming back. And yes, yeah, thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And I want to give you an opportunity to shout out your social media information, how the readers can grab your books, and if it's anything that you have going on that you need us to know. Um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, with the handle a.e dot valdez writes and my website aevaldez.com and what else was i supposed to say (laughs) (laughs) what's next what are you working on (laughs) yes what's next um i am releasing a worthy love which is marissa's book on november 11th so that's coming up next and that's all i have for now I'm ready for that because I want to see how she going to um, tame Asher because Asher is one of them dudes that you'd be like, girl, run. Run. <laughs> so I can't wait to see how she tame Asher. Uh, yeah. Those two are something else for sure. So yes. Definitely you guys be on the lookout for 
her fourth book in November. And please make sure that you pick up All I've Ever Wanted, All I've Ever Needed. Pick up um, The Beginning of Forever. Pick up Colliding with Faith. Pick up everything. Pick it up, y'all. Pick <laughs> Get it, it up. Get, Get it all. Get y'all a blanket, some wine, or some hard. You're going to need some hard liquor. <laughs> or colliding with fate because like, but oh. don't yeah but if that colliding with fate if liquor make you want to you know as I say I don't drink the brown because it make me want to get down then don't drink the brown if you're reading colliding with fate <laughs> but, but drink, drink what you can handle again yes oh. yes yes there yes. you go there you go sound yeah. advice <laughs> yes so miss crystal tell the listeners how they can connect with you all right so you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, um, YouTube, uh, Clubhouse, and it's Books and Soul. Instagram is Books and Soul 1, but everywhere else is just Books and Soul because somebody on Instagram wanted to have Books (laughs) and Soul that they're not even doing anything with. So that's where you can find me. And I'm mostly on Instagram. That's where I am. And I'm working, I'm building up this YouTube page. So working on that as well. All right, all right. Well, you guys, I am Author Untamed. You can find me on all social media except for Snapchat. And Author Untamed. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to start saying that. Look, yeah. I, I just had to, look, I had to simplify because I started forgetting what all I'm on. And uh-huh. I'm yes. Except for this place. So <laughs> I know where I'm not. Yes, yes. I know where I'm not at, but uh, just like Crystal, you'll mostly find me on Instagram or on TikTok. Those are my two hangout spots now. But yeah, the other places as well. So follow me there. You can find me, and I'll still, you know, hit you up and respond and network back with you, regardless of where you are. And also, please be sure that you are following the Get Caught Up podcast. Get Caught Up Podcast is on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast. Also on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. And we have a Facebook group, the Get Caught Up Podcast on Facebook. So please make sure that you join the group if you're on Facebook. And also um, follow Twitter and Instagram there. I also have to give a little shout out to everyone. I normally do this at the, the top of the month when I first off the interview. And it slipped my mind because earlier I said, um, yeah, I still was thinking it was September and it's October. So happy <laughs> birthday, happy book, mm-hmm. happy anniversary to everybody who's celebrating anything in the month of October. I'm sorry to have forgotten y'all at the top of the hour, but I got to give it so, <laughs> I just want to make sure that I wish you all happy book releases, audio book releases, birthdays, and anniversaries. So, whatever it is that you are celebrating in the month of October, I wish you well and happy Halloween. But we will be talking to y'all again before Halloween. Yes, <laughs> we will. <laughs> but also, if you are again interested in being on the Get Caught Up podcast for an author interview, Submissions for the 2023 year are now open. Set them submissions for January through March. Please go ahead and get that in. You can visit www.untamedpublishing.net uh, forward slash contact. So basically, just go to the contact page and fill it in and submit your request. Mm-hmm. We'll try to get to everyone that we can um, to try to get an author interview scheduled for the upcoming 2023 year. Please make sure that you come back on October the 19th. We will be interviewing author Nico Michelle and discussing her book, Jilted. And our October book of the month is The Marriage Contract by Shay Davis. So All right. For the book of the mm-hmm. month, we will be going live on Instagram at the Get Caught Up Podcast live on October 26th at 9 p.m. with Shay Davis that night to that's the marriage contract so it's on audible it's on kindle and it's on paperback so read it listen to it however you choose consume it so that you all can join the live with us and let's get into it yes so, yes please make sure that you do that 
again AE it has been such a pleasure having you on the show having you back again and we will be discussing with you about you know colliding with fate to try to get that as the book of the month for the 2023 year so perfect yeah be on the lookout for that so that we can have us a full discussion (laughs) yeah I look forward to that (laughs) you are welcome well you guys like I always say Until next time, don't forget to get caught up. Good night. Good night. Good night.